0: how are we doing? How are you guys? Thank you for joining me. Uh, I realize I don't introduce myself that often, so if you forgot, uh, or if you are new, my name is Michaela. Yeah, that's my name, Michaela. And, and yeah, I focus on a, I focus on feminist books, and so right now I've been reading Women Don't Own You Pretty by Florence Given. It's this really pretty book. Uh, It's yellow and pink and orange and red, And it talks about feminism and ways that we can change it, particularly within ourselves. Yeah, I like to start each episode, you know, thanking you for joining me. And I like to talk about my day a little bit. So usually I record uh, in the mornings, but right now it is Saturday night, November 21st. And I had a good day. I think the reason I want to talk about my day is because I don't really have anybody to do so with right now. So I'm just going to tell you guys. Um, it's Saturday, and I started my day off early at eight thirty, and <laughs> so my buddy just texted me, and I was like, "I know your birthday's is around this time, but I'm not quite sure what day." And he said it was Tuesday, so mental note. Um, and so I started my day off at like eight thirty with the th- th- about a three hour phone call from a friend I haven't s- seen in. 14 15 months, and it was so nice. And just hearing his voice and seeing his face just brought me so much joy. And I think after seeing somebody you haven't contacted in a really, really long time, makes you realize like how much you miss them. It really does. And yeah, he just kind of we just bonded really well. And uh, he kind of gave me a lot of information that I kind of took all day just to like reflect upon about like his shit and my shit and you know healing and he always makes me feel like a much smarter person when I talk to him. He's very uh philosophical in that regard. And then I went to the city to do some research. I did some observations at this toy store for my graduation project. Um I walked around a little bit but it's kind of not so nice weather. So then I came back and I was gonna go to the gym uh, at five thirty. but then I cancelled my reservation because uh, I was feeling very lazy and also it's very dark. It gets dark at like 4 p.m. and I really don't feel comfortable biking to my gym. It's about 30 minutes away at night because I have to travel like through like all this countryside and all these fields to get there and it's not a separate bike lane for like the vast majority of it. So and the speed limit is like so 60 kilometers an hour or something ridiculous so i'm scared if i bike at night i will get hit by a car uh yeah so i think i'm just gonna try to only go during the day which means i can only go at like 2 p.m anyway that's um just me gambling uh yeah so to get into the book which is why you came hopefully or you just like hearing me talk which i mean i do uh so women don't owe you pretty by We, or I, I don't know if you did also, but just read chapter six. Am I intimidating? Oh no, excuse me. Are they intimidating or am I intimidated? So let's, let's chat, shall we? I think I'm getting much more comfortable using the mic. So this starts off with how other people's projections of you are of their own insecurity. So, when people are mean to you, are being hurtful to you, they're feeling hurtful on the inside. So, I wanted to relate this to me in the way that when I have online classes, we have a lot of class discussions, and I always feel like I talk too much. And I feel like everyone hates me because I'm that bitch that talks all the time. And I always have something to say um, in these discussions, or I just want to comment on something. And I always have, like, my, um, MS team's, like, virtual hand raised to, like, speak. Um, and I always assume, like, everyone's like, oh, that goal again. And everyone's just, like, of hearing my voice. But no one has outwardly said that. And everyone's like, oh, no, I like it when you talk because you bring insightful bring insightful insights. Uh, but I'm like, no, I'm sure everyone hates me. But if they did, if somebody outwardly said, you talk too much in class like, bring that down a notch, it would more than likely stem from deep inside them being insecure that they don't talk enough or they don't contribute enough in class. Because, let's be honest, online classes, like, you need a bit of back and forth because you're not seeing anybody's faces really, like, your teacher. But, you know, so people's projections are their their own insecurities. So, the author, Florence Given, who wrote, Women Don't Owe You Pretty, I just want to make it clear that that's the name of the book I'm talking about, because I think sometimes uh, people might get confused, how when you receive feedback on, like, something you made, basically she talks about receiving feedback, and, you know, sometimes she gets really like mean comments or like oh you should change this 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 and this and this but she goes on to speak about how art is subjective and she makes art and she said something that even when people don't like your art their art remains the same you know and when you create something there's a sense of vulnerability so it's really hard to take criticism like you know i feel a sense of vulnerability talking in this mic for literally anybody in the world to hear and like uh, a girlfriend of mine she was kind of like hey maybe you should like work on these these little areas you know be careful what you say on the internet and i i I want my my first thought was to get defensive like oh no you don't understand because of xyz but i was like oh thank you for the feedback thank you for checking out the podcast i appreciate it um Because, yeah, when you get feedback and if you get, like, not-so-nice criticism, it feels like a direct attack on you. When reality, people just have different tastes. People just like different things. So, even though I don't want anybody to hate this podcast, of course I don't want anybody to hate this podcast. People will. It's inevitable. Because it's not everybody's cup of tea. You know? it's, people are gonna hate it, and I can't be a people pleaser, which is kind of the the next point I want to go into, that you, you can't please everybody. You really can't. And I try, and I, I really try to please everybody, and I have a hard time saying no when somebody asks me to do something extra, or... If somebody wants me to like join an event, an online event, most likely, I, I really have a hard time saying, eh, I'd rather just stay home and read, I need some me time, because let's be honest, I have way too much me time, but we just can't be people pleases, and you lose a part of yourself when you are, when you change your own narrative to fit people's frameworks of you, of who you should be that's not going to work, and you'll act different around other people. And I think I did this when I was like in middle school. I would act more eccentric around people who knew kind of that side of me, and then I acted a bit more, I don't want to say graceful, but a bit more uh, soft-spoken around people with bigger personalities, because I don't know why. So when I had all these, like, different friend groups in one room, I would get so uncomfortable and be like, Shit, how am I supposed to act? Uh, But, I mean, I was, like, 13, so it's not that relevant. But, yeah, you really can't please everybody. And that's something I want to work on. So, the the next thing is, like, basically how, yeah, going back to, like, we project people in the ways that we are insecure so I wanted to tell a story um I hung out with this girl like a new friend a few weeks ago and to be honest like I went on a date with her because I was trying to figure out if I like girls and I don't think I do like I don't think I do but I just wanted to see if I could (laughs) um a little tidbit and uh my best friend knew I was going on a date with this girl she was super excited for me And then I went on, like, the date, but also, like, not a romantic setting, and I called it a date, and, like, it was was just us hanging out platonically. And I never mentioned to her, hey, I'm using you to test if I might be gay, lol, because that's not very nice. But at the end, and I told my sister this, and I told uh, my best friend this, like, I didn't really vibe with her that well, and my friend made the point, like, oh yeah, she seems like a very disagreeable person, and I was like, oh yeah, that matches perfectly. Not like you have to be super agreeable, but, uh, you know, I just had this sense of, like, oh, she's, she's feisty, she's disagreeable, uh, kind of creates problems when they're not there, and I think the reason I thought that was because I'm so agreeable. I'm not saying that in a good way, I'm not saying that in good light, but I'm so agreeable and I'll just smile and nod. And I want to be more disagreeable. You know, I want to be like, actually, I don't like this. I don't like this conversation we're having. Or I think the topic that we're talking about is bad. I was going to say unethical, but that's, that's a stretch. It is bad. And I don't have the balls to do it. I really don't uh maybe maybe like one-on-ones with people but even then it's hard for me to to be disagreeable and i go so far to if someone like mentions a band or a movie instead of saying oh i don't know them i'll say oh i think i've heard of them just to fucking agree like who who does that benefit <laughs> who does that benefit <laughs> so yeah that's kind of i called her disagreeable because I'm insecure about being so goddamn agreeable and I wish I was more like her in that way yeah so I really care what people what other people think of me and I hate it and I didn't so much feel this way when I was having like face-to-face classes because you could see people's faces and you could see if people were like giving you this stink eyes, so to speak, I suppose, even though nobody really did that, but you would like, uh, you could see, like, the body language and if any eyes were being rolled or, or whatever, but on online classes, like, I just assume everyone's rolling their eyes at everything I say, and that's, and then I stop myself from speaking because i'm like oh i just spoke no one wants to hear my goddamn voice again and then i made a podcast (laughs) you know like i was like so i don't know where that came from but yeah um so to continue basically to flip the scene of like we can't project our own pain onto someone else you know you have to have sympathy for hateful people because they haven't been healed And I think this was always shown in pop culture, in TV shows and cartoons, that, like, the high school bully is getting, like, beat by his dad or something to that degree. Like, I think in Glee, if you remember Glee, there was Kurt, who was gay, and he was getting bullied and slushies thrown in his face and beat up and whatever, uh, by this bully, and the bully, um, ended up being gay. Spoiler alert, but also Glee was, like, so 2011, so not really, uh, if that. And, you know, the bully, you know, like, had toxic situation at home, I think, and, you know, he was hurting so much from, like, internalized homophobia, right? And he lashed that out onto the only openly gay kid in high school. Because he so badly wished to be that o- that open with himself. So, something I wrote down was, like, if someone kind of thinks you're too sensitive... Did I not write this down? Oh, I thought I did. If someone thinks you're too su- sensitive, you know, maybe they just... They wish they could be m- more vulnerable. You know? Maybe... They they wish they they could be that sensitive, like, I was talking to a girlfriend, and I cry in public all the time. At this point, I have no problem crying in public. I cry on buses, I cry on trains, um, I've probably cried walking down the street. I've cried on my bike. That's, that's, uh, I want to rank best places to cry one day in, like, a, in a TikTok or something. And she was saying how like she was on the train coming home from Germany. I hope she's okay with me sharing the story. Shit. Eh. Um and like her mom told her that um her cat, I think, passed away. And she had a hold in her tears for like the seven hour train ride because she didn't want to cry on the train. And I'm like girl, I would have just done it. I would have just been sobbing that whole train ride. Like, oh no. Let me see where we are at. Oh, I think I- oh, I had a quote I wanted to share. So yeah, we all have insecurities. It is our job to not inflict them onto others and cause more suffering. Oh, and I related this to, like, when- I'm only at 15 minutes, okay. When- I was feeling like bigger fat, whatever you want to call it, like maybe a year or two ago and struggled with like eating enough, etc. etc. And I would see like plus size models that I followed on Instagram because I wanted to like heal that side of me. So when I felt the most insecure about my body, I would also think poorly of these other women that were literally models but i was like oh like she shouldn't be wearing that she doesn't look nice and now i'm the most like body positive i'm not gonna say the most body positive that's like trump saying oh i'm the least racist person no i'm not but i i definitely have gained a sense of body positivity now but definitely when when I struggled with it, I and I, I would never like put it in the comments but I would like heavily think like oh look at those rolls, look at that. You know, look look at her, she doesn't look good. And that was because I was so insecure of myself, you know? So sorry, I'm checking the book and trying to see um where something that I meant to write down is. But taking that find it. Um Oh wait, here it is. So, so basically, to go, sorry, this is all over the place. To go over that you're too sensitive is because they wish they would be that vulnerable. And if someone calls you like too much, it's because they feel like they're not enough. They're not as eccentric or as loud, and they're insecure that they are like soft spoken, and are kind of jealous of the fact that you're not that you're so open. Um, yeah, so when I was insecure, the point I was making, when I'm insecure in my body is when I have negative feelings towards other people's bodies and that's not okay. And I I've probably moved past that, but I think now that I'm aware of it, I'm gonna make a caution a conscious effort to implicate, you know, the better thought process in other areas. So if I'm feeling stupid and I failed a class I need to make sure that I don't think anybody else is stupid, you know, because I know that's just a projection of my own insecurities. And the last few pages of this chapter, like it was so true. So it's talking about gossiping and women, are we are built or we are not built but it's normalized for women to bond over talking about other women. Right? Like, we bond over that shit. We shouldn't. But we do. And I remember at uh, when my classes just became online. So I think around March, April of 2020. And um, I would maybe go into like a MS Teams breakout room with maybe like one or two other girls because my study is predominantly women. There are a few boys, but not that many. And I would, and my first thought was like, okay, I wanna be friends with these girls. Like, let me tell them, let me shit talk somebody else that did me dirty or something, or that has been mean to me in a group project. But I was so nervous because having online classes and not being at university, you don't know who's friends with who. You know, you don't see people walking together, talking together in the hallways. So, I would want to bring up, like, oh yeah, this girl was, like, kind of not being so nice to me. And then I would stop myself and be like, shit, are these girls friends with that girl? Because online classes, you don't know. You don't know. But it's, like, it's so... It's bad, like, we shouldn't be shit-talking other women. But we do. And that's how we were chained to bond with one another, you see, you see what I'm seeing, like, me and my best friend, we probably do that all the time, like, not even, like, meaning to, but it happens, and then you start thinking, like, oh, I wonder how much other people talk about me behind my back, like, yikes, and so, basically how that's toxic behavior and it's none of our business what other people do and if they are being mean to you it's because of their own as their own hurting their own insides if that makes sense so i think that's kind of that was all the notes i took these chapters are quite short so (laughs) that's why these episodes aren't super long i think this one was like six or seven pages Uh, I think there was actually a, she does art, art prints in the middle of this, and there was a few I wanted to, yeah, so there was this art piece of this woman with blonde hair and a pink coat smoking a cigarette, and it says, maybe I'm too much, maybe I'm abundant, maybe my abundance just reminds you that you're lacking. And I quite like that, because how many times have I thought, oh, she's so much, or I don't know those in those terms, but, oh, she's so, she's so extra. We say extra, like, oh, she's so extra. You know, maybe we're just not extra enough. And then this other art print, when you have lived a life of people pleasing, saying, saying your true desires will make you feel guilty, push through and communicate. You didn't come here to be liked. I didn't come to university to be liked by other people. You know? Like that sounds bad, and I feel like that's also a line from like movies like like cheerleading movies. Like, I came here to win, not make friends. Like something along those lines. But I mean, you're living your life not to please other people. Like, to a degree, you should be like a bull. But being likable and being liked by everyone from being fake isn't the same. You know, you have to be, like, a positive stuff if someone's hiring you. But, you know, being able to stand up for yourself is also just quite as important, right? Yeah. But I think that's that's where I'm going to kind of leave you with um next week is chapter seven man we're getting through this this is already page 74 wow and it's called stop scrolling in the mornings which i definitely need to read i definitely need to not do that so we will stop we will talk about how we need to stop scrolling in the mornings next week maybe i will have another guest we shall see i've been asking nicole to come back Uh, if she, if she wants to. So, that would be nice. Um, wondering if there's anything else I want to speak while I have the mic on. Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm going to go next door and get myself a pizza for dinner. Because I don't feel like cooking. And I want a pizza. And I told myself if I was going to record this podcast, then that means I was productive and I deserve pizza. So, even though I skipped the gym. Yeah, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Uh, this will be out on Monday the 23rd. So, if you do listen to it on Monday, I hope you have a great day. Also, um, I want to start, like, either an Instagram account or Discord or a place where we can chat with one another, uh, because I feel like this does bring up conversations, but I would think I want to wait until I get a few more listeners because if I open up a Discord and only, like, one person shows up, which is, like, not gonna lie, 40% of my average listenership. shit, uh, not like I'm complaining or anything, I, you know, I'm so amazed that one person even wants to listen to this, uh, then that might not be great. So I think I'm gonna wait a little bit until at least I get into, like, the double digits. <laughs> so, have a great week, and I love you guys, and... Be nice to one another. Yeah, and eat your vegetables and wear your seatbelt. Right, bye.